are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We're going to talk a little bit about The Bachelorette, the social media ban, whatever you want to call it, has been lifted. Most of Charity's guys have gone public on Instagram as of yesterday. Got an American Idol update for you. A guy I haven't talked about in a while that I loved talking about. Austin Butler in the news. Will we get an Austin Butler impersonation in this podcast? You're going to have to stay tuned. We've got a Met Gala dinner update. Gwyneth Paltrow talks about sex with her exes. Okay. We've got an update on the King Coronation this weekend. And we're going to talk a little Survivor and the Challenge. And we will get to that momentarily. As you know, this podcast brought to you by Coming Out for Love, the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show. It re-releases tomorrow on comingoutforlove.com. Go purchase it. Go to that website. Click on what bundle you want to purchase. The smallest bundle gets you the whole season. It's 16 episodes. Episode one gets re-released tomorrow. And then every Friday for the next 15 weeks, there will be a new episode released. So you can watch them whenever. You don't have to watch them when they're released, but I think you will want to. So go to comingoutforlove.com, click on your bundles, and then at checkout, promo code is REALITYSTEVE, and that gets you 15% off your order. Let's get started in Bachelorette World. Yesterday, I knew it would be this week because filming ended this weekend. Yesterday, the guys went public on their Instagram. All the guys from this season were set to private while filming was gone, except for a couple had theirs uh, remain public while they were gone. But everyone is public now. Most I shouldn't say everyone. Most of them are. In terms of your final four, Joey is the only one as of my recording this on Wednesday night. Joey is the only one of the final four who has gone public. And nothing from Xavier, he's still private. Nothing from Aaron Bryant, he's still private. And nothing from Doton, he's still private. Doesn't mean anything in terms of past seasons because I've gone over this every single season this happens. I know people want to read into the social media thing, but it is not an indicator of everything. Just because Joey is the first one back doesn't mean he won. It doesn't mean he didn't win. It just means we don't know. Um, we've had people be the first one back, the first one back online and go public, be the winner. And we've had the first one come back and go public and not be the winner. We've had the last one who went public, be the winner. We've had the last one who went public, not win. So there is no rhyme or reason. There is no hundred percent certainty to anything. No point in reading into it, but just so you know, of the final four, only Joey uh, is public, and it's just his Instagram account is his name, Joey Graz, Graziati. Grazi, Grazide. I don't know how to pronounce it. But I will say this. I totally blanked, and I forgot to post all your men for charity season on my Instagram. I did it on my stories on the day of the release on, on the Bachelorette Facebook page, and I posted their pictures their name, their age, their city, and their Instagram account. 
And at the time, I think I only needed three left. And I was like, well, once I get everybody for this season, then I will post them all on my Instagram feed so you can keep going to look at them. And I never did. So I apologize for that. I'll probably do it once ABC releases their bios. But considering the season doesn't start till June 26th, and they usually release the bios a couple weeks before the season starts, we're still a month away from that thing getting released. Unless they're going to do it earlier this year. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. But I don't know when they release the men for Rachel and Gabby's season, and their season started on July 11th. So maybe they released it at the end of June. I don't remember the exact date, but it's usually a couple weeks before the season starts airing. And we know charity starts June 26th. So I would expect it, you know, a couple weeks before that. So we'll see. But the guys are public. If you want to go stalk their page and find out anything about them, go ahead. I have an American Idol update for you. I didn't do a lot of digging on this, but I assume the person who reached out to me was not lying. Remember on Monday when I said, hey, last night, Haven Madison alluded to the fact that she's got a crush on a boy, and I said, I bet you it's one of the guys on the show. Well, somebody from her hometown informed me that, no, it's not one of the guys on the show. It is somebody from her hometown, and he was in the audience watching her perform. Now, I didn't look into this. I don't know the guy's name. I didn't ask for the guy's name because even if I... Even if they told me the guy's name, I wouldn't out him because my policy with outing relationships goes for the same as it is for Bachelor and Bachelorette World goes for this show. Not to mention she's 16. I'm not going to be the one to, you know, expose this and talk about and say, hey, here's the Instagram account of the boy that Hayden uh, Haven Madison likes. So I was told from somebody who essentially is from her hometown that, no, it's a, it's a guy from home. So. I guess I was wrong about her liking <laughs> one of the boys on the show. The last couple days, I've been talking about the Met Gala, and I asked out loud, hey, what do they eat at this thing? Can we get some chicken fingers and fries, or is it, you know, caviar on a plate and then these highfalutin meals? Well, it was the latter. Someone sent me an article from Vogue that laid out what they had for dinner. Here you go. Guests will dine on chilled spring pea soup. Spring pea soup? What are we, fucking two years old? Pea soup? With baby vegetables. Lemon creme fracci. (laughs) And truffle snow. Followed by Aura King salmon with vegetable sa- oh, vegetable nage, asparagus, pickled strawberries, and radish, all served on vintage china. What an awful fucking meal! Give me a hot dog with all the fixins. The hell is eating that? And they have a picture of it, and it was exactly like I expected. A giant plate, and the food barely takes up half of the plate. This menu was designed to honor the late fashion icon and pay homage to his favorite foods and global palate. These dishes were created to maintain seasonality while using some of his favorite ingredients, such as king salmon. There is a sophisticated elegance... Yeah, I don't care. What a shitty meal. 
Ugh. That wouldn't even... That'd be like an... That's like an appetizer. It's not a meal. Ugh. Spring pea soup. And then I saw a story that Tayana Taylor, she's an, uh, a, a musician, she's an artist, she brought Chick-fil-A into the Met Gala. Awesome. Tayana Taylor might be my new favorite person. You know what she said? She said, fuck your spring pea soup. I'm bringing in wings and waffle fries. Chicken strips and waffle fries. Nuggets and waffle fries. And there was a picture of it on her plate. She had the chicken tenders and waffle fries paired with the uh, Hawaiian sauce from Chick-fil-A. Tayana Taylor, you are an icon. That is so awesome. She just thumbed her nose at those hoity-toities at the Met Gala. And is like, yeah, you've got spring pea soup. I'll raise you that and bring in my Chick-fil-A. I want my tenders. I want my waffle fries. And I want the Hawaiian sauce. And there was video of it. And she said Usher tried to stop her. What are you doing, Usher? Let her eat her Chick-fil-A. Man. You, you I, if, you know, obviously I would never be invited to the Met Gala. But let's just say that Reality Steve wins a Pulitzer Prize and somehow I'm invited to the Met Gala in any future year on this earth. I would turn that thing down in two seconds. Like, there is nothing more cringeworthy than attending that thing. I wouldn't care who was there. I wouldn't care to hang around those people. And I certainly wouldn't care for their food. If you're not letting me bring in Chick-fil-A like Tayana Taylor, then I ain't going. Screw you. Okay, moving on. I know that Call Her Daddy is a very popular podcast. What did Alex Cooper sign a deal for? Three years and 60 million? Something ridiculous. I mean, she's obviously killing the podcast game. Now, granted, when she signed that deal, her whole podcast was sex talk. And now she's basically done a 180. And she, you know, she gets a lot of good guests, clearly. So she had Gwyneth Paltrow on. And she asked her about her exes, Ben Affleck and Brad Pitt, guys that she dated literally over 20 years ago. And she asked her about their bedroom skills. And I know it's call her daddy. I know she gets into some sex talk, not nearly as bad as it was before. I mean, shit, if Gwyneth Paltrow went on Alex Cooper's podcast five years ago, uh, Gwyneth would have probably had to describe her orgasms to her. You know, because that's what Alex and Sophia did. And it was about as X-rated as you can get. You know, she probably would ask her if she's got a Gluck Gluck 3000 shirt or something, you know. So I so I get her shtick. You know, she likes to you know push the envelope or whatever. But putting Gwyneth Paltrow, a married woman on the spot and asking her how Ben Affleck and Brad Pitt were in bed. 20 years later, like, come on. Can we not do this? Haven't we evolved in 2023 where we're not going to ask someone like that about exes and the sex that they had with them over 20 years ago when she's currently married to somebody else and has got a 
couple children. She even said, I can't believe my daughter Apple is listening to this. Am I blushing? So, again, I get the shtick, but that might have crossed the line. Because, again, if this was the other way around, and it's, you know, she's getting away with it because she's Alex Cooper, and this is kind of her shtick. God forbid a man asked Gwyneth Paltrow that, he would be canceled. Absolutely. So, not saying that Alex Cooper needs to be canceled, but I'm just pointing out how little coverage this is getting in terms of that was inappropriate to ask her. If Joe Rogan was sitting across from Gwyneth Paltrow and said, hey, how was Brad Pitt's sex? Remember when you were banging him 30 years ago? How did that go? People would be like, oh, my God, what a pig. So I don't know. It's not that I want something to happen bad to Alex Cooper and she should get her podcast pulled. I'm just saying I'm pointing out the hypocrisy uh, that comes with this. Alex shouldn't have asked that. I just I, I felt that was inappropriate. It was weird. And then she said, play. Then she said, um, play fuck, Mary kill with Ben Affleck, Brad Pitt and her ex-husband, Chris Martin. You know, I, I get I get that she's playing games and having fun, but this would totally not fly um, if any male podcaster had Gwyneth Paltrow on and asked that. Okay, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. 100% flat out, 100% honesty here. I have no clue why there's a King's Coronation this weekend. None. I don't understand anything about the royal family. I don't care to understand anything about the royal family. I actually don't even want an answer to my question. (laughs) So you don't need to email me. I know sometimes I ask questions and I'm saying, hey, can you help me out with this? I'm sure I could Google why there's a King's Coronation this weekend. Hell, the only reason I know there's a King's Coronation this weekend is because of American Idol. (laughs) Because Katie and Lionel are singing at the King's Coronation and they're missing Idol live show on Sunday night to be replaced by Alanis Morissette and Ed Sheeran. And (laughs) that's the only reason I even knew. So then I was like, Honestly, I have no idea why the King's Coronation is Sunday, what it even represents, and what it means. I I have no idea. I, I <laughs> and pl- please do not email and and tell me the reason there's a coronation this weekend. Because honestly, if I really really wanted to know, I would have looked it up. I just wanted to share with all you that I did not know what it means. So maybe that makes me look like an idiot, but <laughs> I i mean, I have questions about the whole thing other than the basic of why is there a coronation this weekend? Isn't it? Who's getting crowned again? I think I saw the name Charles. Charles is getting crowned, right? Okay. Like I said, don't answer. But what about the whole Harry and Meghan thing? Are they part of this thing? Like like I said, I have questions. I have questions that I don't want answers to. Here are my questions. One, is it Charles? Two, why is it Charles? (laughs) I have no idea why he's getting crowned. Three, does that family literally still hate Harry and Meghan and they don't want them to be any part of this? Four, 
What about Kate and William? Will they be a part of this? I would assume so because I know they still live in in England and they didn't bolt for the states. So I'm assuming, yeah, I'm assuming they'll be there. But if you were to ask me relations, I, I, are Harry and are Harry and William Charles's sons? I, I like I said, I could probably Google this and look it up. So no need to email me. But yeah. I had no idea there was a coronation this weekend until I found out that Katie and Lionel weren't going to be hosting American Idol on Sunday because they were performing at this. Oops. Guess I'm the ugly American not paying attention to what's going on in the UK. And I don't think I'm alone. I I, I know some people in the United States are absolutely obsessed with royal family news and what goes on. I'm not one of them. Shocker, I know. All right, let's talk a little Survivor last night, and then we'll end with the challenge. So Survivor, again, it seems like we got another editing job pulled on us last night because from what we saw, it looked like Franny was going to be on the right side of the vote. But because she was so strong in challenges, they decided, no, we need to get her out because she won another individual challenge yesterday. And I know there's probably a site out there that keeps the statistics of these sorts of things. But the person who wins the challenge to where. Now, before COVID, it was you want a challenge and, you know, the family episode where the family actually shows up on the island and competes or watches you compete. And then if you win the challenge, you get to spend time with them for the rest of the day. And then you also get to choose two or three others to spend time with their family. Hasn't it always been that more often than not, I don't know what the exact numbers are, but more often than not, the person who won the challenge when the family was there or since COVID it's been family letters from home. Haven't they been eliminated that same episode more often than not? Not every time and not none of the time, but seemingly it's almost a curse to win that episode, uh, to win that challenge. Well, it happened to Franny last night. She wins and she brings along. Who'd she bring? Jamie, Carolyn, and uh, Lauren, right? Jamie, Carolyn, Lauren? I might be wrong on Jamie. I can't remember. I know it was Carolyn and Lauren. That's what's definitely two of them. Can't remember who the, the third one was. But seemingly it was it was four women, and they were all going to band together and vote either Danny out or Jamie. So maybe Jamie wasn't part of that four. Man, I can't remember. So it didn't happen. Things flipped. Nobody told Carolyn the plan. And Carolyn's on the outs heading into next episode because they decided to vote for Annie out. And Carolyn wasn't happy because Carolyn felt some sort of kinship towards her because Franny knew that she was missing her son 
and wanted her to read a letter from home. And so that ultimately worked against her, along with the fact that she's clearly shown since they have gone to individual challenges and individual immunities that she is a force to be reckoned with. And anytime there's a puzzle, Carson is now a beast. He's a puzzle beast because we've been practicing at home for years, and here he is solving that star puzzle at the end of the immunity challenge yesterday. And, you know, if there's other puzzles coming up in the future, he's probably going to win because hasn't he basically aced every puzzle that they've had this season? I think he has. He's been the winner. He's been chosen to do it by his team when they were still in teams, and his team has won every time, and they've put him on the puzzle, and he's won it every time. I'm almost positive. So if it's physical, no. Carson probably not going to win. Puzzle, yes. And finally, with the challenge, again, I am so confused on the alliances and who is with who. Other than legends are sticking together, but sometimes legends are on a team with someone who's not a legend. So like Danny and Tori, that twosome can't agree on anything because Danny Danny's an interesting character because I I don't know if I should not like his gameplay or like his gameplay I guess it's a matter of preference because Danny is basically saying look I'm playing this game to win I do not care about anything outside of this game who you hang out with outside of this game who you're friends with outside of this game if you're sleeping with anybody outside of this game I don't care My goal is to get to the end and win, which is great, but it also seems like Danny hasn't established enough friendships outside of the game because he's only been on two seasons, or this is his second. He's only been on one other season, which he won, and he won the U.S. Challenge. So while it's easy for him to say that and be like, look, I'm just looking to win. I don't care who I hurt in the process, but he also hasn't been on the show like Tori has, like Jordan has, who have established some real connections and deep friendships with people that they're just not going to throw under the bus once this competition starts. So it's an interesting dynamic because I understand why Danny is saying what he has, but I'm also understanding it because he's only been on the show for a second time this year and this season. So I don't know what's a better route to go. I guess if I'm putting myself in that situation, I absolutely would be loyal to the people I would friends with outside of the game. I wouldn't be able to just be like, ah, it's a game, screw you. I would take my friendships a little more seriously into the game. And if it came to a point where I had to maybe throw somebody under the bus or throw somebody into an elimination or whatever, I would tell them. I wouldn't just spring it on them. But we're down to five teams. It looks like the final is going to start at the end of next week's episode, something along those lines. They could just be tricking us. But this is going to be a really good ending to the season. I'm enjoying this season. I like the fact that it's on Paramount Plus and these people curse. Cursing just adds so much more, doesn't it? (laughs) Not like cursing every five seconds. And they haven't done that on this show. You hear me on the Daily Roundup. You hear me. Maybe some of you listen to the Sports Daily as well. I'll throw in an F-bomb here and there, but I'm not a serial cuss monster, which, by the way, I was once called that back in the late 90s 
by a radio host in Los Angeles called me the serial curse monster. Another story for another day. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. It is much appreciated. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. And in two hours from now, podcast number, what is it, 337? That would be with host Jessica Clark. No, not Ben Higgins' wife. Jessica Clark, the host of Coming Out for Love, which, as you know, re-releases tomorrow on the Coming Out for Love website. An excellent, excellent interview with Jessica. So impressed by her. I hope you all take the time uh, to listen to her and how she talks and how much she really enjoyed being the host of Coming Out for Love. Really good interview. That'll be up in a couple hours from now. So thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!